friends and partners of Kevin Inman Ministries present Contenders Radio with Pastor Kevin Inman. Pastor Kevin is committed to equipping you to earnestly contend for the faith. For more information on Pastor Kevin and Contenders Radio, please visit our website at www.kevininman.org. That's www.kevininman.org. Hello and welcome to today's edition of Contenders Radio. We are going to pick back up where we left off last time. We're talking about the book of Jude, chapter 1. There's only one chapter in this book. 25 verses is all that it contains, and yet there's so much in this epistle. This is written by Jude, the half-brother of Jesus on his mother's side, and it's written at the end of that first century. The church is already being infiltrated and and, uh, persecution. Of course, persecution was there from the very beginning, but persecution is there still during the writing. But here in verse 3 and verse 4, we are looking at the faith, contending for the faith. And so last time, We talked about what Jude means by the faith, quote unquote, the faith. And we discovered that 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 the faith is a reference to the body of Christian doctrine and Christian truth. And so he's writing about the what to believe or the what is believed rather than writing about the very act of belief itself. And so um, that phrase, the faith, is used some 38 times in the New Testament. And uh, roughly half of those it's speaking of. Uh, the context, as Jude is, of what is believed. And so it's always important when we're reading the Scriptures, don't just take someone's word for something. In fact, don't take my word for everything either. I want us to be um, Bereans, like we read about in Acts seventeen eleven. Um, the Bereans who, who went to the Word of God uh, to see whether or not the things they heard were true, whether the things they were being taught to find out whether or not they were true. They went and investigated in the scriptures themselves. And so when you're reading the Bible, you have to read in context. Remember every verse, uh, someone, I forgot who it is, but someone uh, has said, um, oh, his name's on the tip of my tongues, but my tongues, <laughs> I only have one tongue, sorry. His name is on the tip of my tongue, but, but he said, uh, um, uh, never read a Bible verse. And you, you you hear that and you're like, what? But what he means is never read a Bible verse by itself. I mean, you might quote a verse or, or share a verse, that sort of thing. But, but when you read a verse, make sure you read what's before it and what's after it. You have to remember that every verse of Scripture is giving in, uh, basically, um, we would say every verse is there in a within a paragraph every paragraph is is really within a a chapter every chapter is within a book and the book is part of the entirety of scripture all 66 books and so there is an overriding theme and and every every book of the bible every letter that's written or epistle like jude is an epistle it's a hebraic epistle uh, one of several of the hebraic epistles in the new testament um but uh, you know we have pauline epistles and then hebraic epistles and different things but but um everyone has a, a theme and and really the element of jude is found here in verse three and four we're to contend earnestly for the faith and and so we talked about what the faith is that body of truth we're going to talk about today 
Lord willing, about uh, why or who must contend, why we must contend, and and then how we must contend for the faith. And so that's that's what we're going to attempt to tackle today. So I invite you to uh, uh, get your Bible if you're able. Um, don't do it if you're driving. Don't even open it up on your phone if you're driving. Just listen. Um, but if you're able, grab a pen, a paper, uh, grab your Bible, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready. And we'll be back right after this. Hey, just a reminder that you are listening to Contenders Radio with Pastor Kevin Inman. You can find us on the web at www.kevininman.org. That's www.kevininman.org. You can also find us at contendersradio.com. That's www.contendersradio.com. Be sure and check out the website on the site. You will find some resources, some articles and whatnot, but you'll also be able to listen to any of the episodes that you have missed right there on the site on the free audio player, or you can always download the broadcast to listen at your own convenience, even setting up your iPod or your MP3 player to automatically download each new episode as it comes out every single week. What a bargain, and as always, it's free, and free is a very good price. You're listening to Contenders Radio with Kevin Inman. All right, so we're back in the book of Jude, one of my favorite books in the Bible, talking about contending for the faith and if if you if you're alive and your head is not buried in the sand you should realize that the church today is under assault and and we're under assault not just um not just from the outside uh, but we're also under assault from within the church herself and and it's it's very telling and 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 it reminds me of what Paul said I'm turning there now in the book of Acts it's Acts chapter let's look there Acts chapter 20, that's right, Acts 20, uh, 28, Paul is about to leave. He's been, he's been in, in the area of Ephesus and, and he's getting ready to leave. And so, um, while he's there, uh, about to board a ship and leave the area, he has called, um, the elders around and, and maybe there's others there as well, but we know for sure the elders are there. And in verse 28 of Acts chapter 20, as Paul is prepping to leave, just about to get on this boat, he says, Be on guard for yourselves and for all of the flock, among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. I know that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. And from among your own selves, men will arise, speaking perverse things. And so... So folks, we, we need to, we need to be mindful that, that, that it's coming, that there are, there are false teachers coming. And, and as I said a moment ago, if, if, if you're alive and you're awake and, and, and I don't mean this to, to be rude, but, but it's, if your head's not in the sand, you should realize that there is much that has come into our churches. And now there's much that we're exporting out of our churches that simply are not biblical. They are not biblical. I mean, think about, for instance, not just yoga in our churches, but Christian yoga, as if you can Christianize Hinduism. You can't do that, folks. You can't marry those two things together. Yoga is union uh, with with 
Brahma, basically, and uh, the the major um, god of the pantheon of gods, and and there were numerous gods, hundreds and hundreds of 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 gods in Hinduism. But but yoga is about aligning your spiritual energies, your chakras, and all the poses, all of those stretches. They're all about um, religious practices. They're, they're it's a it's about it's a spiritual thing. And you ask any. Hindu about it. You ask a, a, a true um, yogi about it, and and not these Americanized folks that 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 are here, um, you, know, you know, doing these things. But I mean, a, a real Hindu, and and they they just don't understand how how a Christian could um, not simply practice yoga, but could try to Christianize it and call it. Christian, it just—it's a contradiction, folks. Um, yoga is Hinduism. It's—it has nothing um, compatible to Christianity at all. But that's—that's that's for another time. But, but folks, just think about that very thing. We've—we've—we've we've, we've brought in the world into our churches and, and with marketing strategies and 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 whatnot, like the purpose-driven, the seeker-sensitive movements. That's—that's that's Druckerism um, from Peter Drucker, who was a professing. Non-Christian. He was not a Christian, and he admitted so. Uh, but, 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 folks, we've we've brought all this stuff in, and 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 we're now exporting it out to others around the world. And, and and, folks, this this is why we must contend for the faith. This is why, because the church is in danger from within and from without. And that's what Acts chapter twenty speaks of, verse twenty-nine and following. I know he says, after my departure, Paul says, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. So they'll come in um, among you. And then from among your own selves men will arise speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. And we see this every day, sadly, in the churches. And and um, I know it's this way in America. Uh, I've spoken with a few of you uh, in other countries as well, and 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 it's so exciting. There there are listeners um, around the globe, and I, I'm very grateful. Uh, I know we used to be in in oh I forgot now 139, 141 different countries. Uh, Contenders Radio. Um, that was before my long uh, hiatus uh, with health issues and 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 whatnot. But but um, uh, last I heard just a week or so ago that that the numbers are climbing back up again. And and um, anyway, that's that's not why we do. It's not about a numbers thing. But but it's exciting. It's encouraging to know that there are people who 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 appreciate the program. Um, you've been asking for some more regularity, and I believe I'm at a position health wise now where I can accommodate that very thing. And so we're looking to um, release. Uh, at least one new episode every week, and we're going to shoot for two every week. And it looks like we'll have a Tuesday, Thursday release, uh, the Tuesday being brand new and the Thursday um, being possibly from a sermon or or from our um, video series. We'll pull the audio out of that. We do something called the long and the short of it. That's myself and um, my dear friend Brad Wilson, who's also a member here at Grace Point Eagle Heights Church in Orange, Texas, with myself. He and his family are part of this church. Um, and so he and I do something called the long and the short of it. We basically uh, tackle different topics uh, on a video uh, cast. I'm not sure what you call that. Uh, I'm not really that technologically savvy. I can't even say technologically very well. But uh, um, anywho, we're trying. Anywho, I just said anywho. Oh my goodness. Um, we're trying to be good stewards of our time. I first 
uh, duty is to the Lord, my family, to the church that I pastor. And then, you know, this is something that I'm trying to do as well to get the word out. Because, again, we, we have to contend for the faith. And, and, and that, that reminds me, who is supposed to contend? I almost forgot. Well, we, we talked about this last time um, kind of unintentionally. I backed up to verse 1 where it says, Jude, a bondservant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to those who are the called, beloved in God the Father and kept for Jesus Christ. He's writing to those who are the called, beloved in God the Father, kept for Jesus Christ. He's writing to Christians. So if you're a Christian, if you're saved, then you are supposed to be a contender for the faith. You are supposed to not bury your head in the sand, not just go along to get along, not just try to be in unity with everyone and, and not speak about things that might be controversial and, and cause, um, you know, cause some, um, some, you know, I, I guess I'm trying to think of a nice way to say it, but an, an uneducated sort of division. Uh, we we need to speak the truth. We need to do so in love, but we must speak the truth. And and every Christian's called to do this. Not just pastors, um, but all of us. Not just pastors. Everyone is supposed to. If you're a Christian, you're supposed to contend earnestly for the faith. And we have to do this because there are false teachers and because Satan's strategy is to counterfeit the true faith. And we see that all the time. He counterfeits, 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 counterfeits. And so um, you and I must contend. We need to know the truth so that we can identify that which is false. And so um, my wife used to work at um, a bank, a credit union um, in, in our hometown here. And and there was a young lady at the time who was working there um, who could just easily, very quickly recognize counterfeit bills. Now, and I know that's been that's been 20 years ago, probably. Uh, I haven't kept up with her. I'm not sure what her ability is now. I know it was just excellent back then. I know counterfeiting has gotten better. But but as she would 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 deal with money day in day out she recognized the sight of it the feel of it the thickness or thinness of the paper the the material uh, all those different things and and she got familiar with it and and folks listen if we would just get familiar with the faith if the, with the body of truth the doctrine of christianity if we would read the word of god and if we would not just you know read a verse of the day and then go to another book and read of the bible you know and and, and read another verse over here and you know, if my people who are called by my name, oh, yes, amen, will humble themselves and seek my face and pray and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven and heal their land. That's right. That's America's verse. And and the reality is when we pick and choose scriptures just willy-nilly day in, day out, we might think that they all apply to us or to um, uh, America. That verse has nothing to do with America. In fact, that, that verse is given in context to a captive uh, people, a captive Israel. And there's a very specific set of circumstances surrounding that verse. And so what I'm trying to say is that that the church body, people, Christians, we must all contend for the faith. And to do so, we must know what we believe. We need to know what we believe. We need to know why we believe it. So... What is the faith? It's that body of truth, Christian faith, the Christian teachings of the Scripture, Christian truth, Christian doctrine. Who must contend? Every Christian must contend. And and um, I was trying to say a while ago, and I, I kind of got sidetracked, which is not 
difficult for me to do. <laughs> but uh, um, I know the church is in trouble here. I know the true church of God will not fall. We're kept by Jesus Christ. We're the kept. Beloved in God the Father, kept for Jesus Christ. The true church will not fall. But as we look, our churches are under a constant, constant attack from without. And, and here in America, it's we're starting to see... I believe, like we've never been able to see before, the reality of persecution coming our way like it is around the world. And that's what I was going to say earlier. I know we have listeners in, in these other countries, and, and you, my dear brothers and sisters, you you guys, uh, so many of you are are in the minority of 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 people in your in your countries in your in your homes um, your your places of, of abode and so so I just want to encourage you to 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 be true to the Lord Jesus Christ he is faithful he is faithful and he will keep us he he's called us we're beloved in God the Father and kept for Jesus and 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 God keeps us and and he's not going to let us go um, I love what John says talking about about those who are his and about our salvation that that uh, the father holds us and and no one's able to snatch us out of the father's hand and what a what a what a comforting thing that is and that's found in John chapter 10 John chapter 10 uh, verse 27 says my sheep hear my voice I know them and they follow me I give them eternal life and they will never perish you might want to underline that highlight it circle it memorize it never perish you and I may be bombarded and beat down. We may be pressed and crushed, persecuted, um, you know, knocked down, knocked over, all of those things. But we are kept for God. We are kept for him. And so he says, I give them eternal life. They will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me, Jesus says, is greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand. I and the father are one. Listen, we are secure. If you are a true believer in Christ, you have come to to you've been under conviction. You've come to saving faith in Jesus Christ, meaning you you confess with your mouth. Jesus is Lord. You believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. The Bible says you're saved because it's by grace through faith that we're saved. Um, that's Ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9. And and before that was Romans chapter ten verses nine and ten. But the the Bible tells us that that if we do those things by grace through faith, that we are saved. And and what Jesus says there in John um, chapter ten is that 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 He holds us securely eternally. There's no danger of us losing our faith if we're really in the faith, if we're really saved. And so if we are, hold on, hold on. Right now on Wednesday nights we're. We finished our study of Jude, and 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 we're going through uh, the book of Revelation, and we're in chapters two and three right now, looking at the seven churches of Revelation, and and it's so um, exciting as we look at those churches because those churches in the first and 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 second century and those early centuries of the church, uh, the church's existence, as as we look, they were dealing with some of the very problems that we're dealing with today, and and as I said a moment ago, some of you in in the other countries where 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 you're listening uh, from, where you're listening. You, you're, you're, you, you know persecution. You're being persecuted for your faith, and and we're just starting to see that here. But we have to contend, and 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 so who who does it? All of us Christians are to do it. Why do we do it? Because there are false teachers, and because Satan's strategy is to counterfeit the true faith. That's why we have to do it. Colossians chapter two verses four and five tell us this. Colossians chapter two verses four and five says. 
I say this so that no one will delude you with persuasive argument. Listen, Paul's warning the church at Colossae. They were being bombarded with false teaching, with Gnostic type of, of probably really the precursors to Gnosticism, I guess. But, but, but these, these Gnostic type ideas and, and, and Paul didn't want them to be deluded. Listen, the Lord does not want us to give in to false teaching. And so we have to, we have to, um, we have to be aware that these things are coming. And, and he says, I don't want anyone to delude you with persuasive argument. For even though, he goes on to say, verse 5, even though I'm absent in body, nevertheless, I'm with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good discipline and the stability of your faith in Christ. Good discipline. All right, not just about being about being uh, receiving a spanking or 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 a, a whipping, a whooping, <laughs> as people here might say, but 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 being having uh, good discipline, uh, being studious, disciplining, uh, disciplining ourselves for the sake of godliness, uh, being intentional about about our walk with the Lord, getting the 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 doctrine so that we can live right, getting the theology so that our walkology matches and it's honoring to the Lord, so that what we do and say and think and and, and how we live, those things are pleasing to the Lord, and so so that. He wants to see their good discipline and the stability of their faith in Christ, of your faith in Christ. Now here, um, uh, th- th- this ideal, obviously good discipline we've talked about, but the stability of your faith in Christ. Folks, we're grounded. We need to be grounded in the teachings of Christianity and the core teachings of Christ Jesus and his apostles, which we have in the scriptures, right? The prophets and the apostles. We have Old Testament and in the New Testament writings. We have everything we need here in the word of God for life and godliness. And so we need to to be stable and we're going to be stabilized if we're grounded, we're rooted and grounded in the faith in Christ. First Timothy four one says this, but the spirit explicitly says that in the latter times, some will fall away from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons. So why must we contend for the faith? Because every day people are being deceived. Every day they're they're falling away from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons. Now, now, again, if God holds us and no one can snatch us out of God's hand, you know that no one includes you. It includes everyone. Right. If no one can snatch us from God's hand, that means that I can't even snatch myself. You can't snatch yourself out of God's hand. So when Paul says in First Timothy four, one, some will fall away from the faith it's not speaking of the fact that they're going to lose their salvation. Folks, if someone, quote-unquote, loses their salvation, they they never really had their salvation to begin with. This is talking about falling away from that core teaching, that core body of truth, and they're paying attention to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons. And we're seeing left and right because people aren't being fed the word of God in pulpits. They're getting um, little uh, self-help um, little positive, encouraging messages, right? Uh, uh, how to have your best life now, uh, three steps to a successful marriage, those sorts of things. I mean, everybody wants to have a good life. I get everybody wants to have a successful marriage. Yes, true. But folks, I promise you, there aren't three easy steps to a successful marriage. It's work day in and day out, but it's so worth the work. But again, 
We have to know the truth. People aren't being taught the truth in churches. People aren't reading the scriptures for themselves. Folks, we have more access to the word of God today than at any other time in the history of the world. And we are some of the most um, ignorant people today of the scripture in regards to the scripture. So we have to be aware. First Timothy 6.20 tells us again why we must contend for the faith. He says, oh, Timothy, guard what has been entrusted to you. Folks, guard, that's fighting words. We have to guard it, hold on to it. He says, guard what's been entrusted to you, avoiding worldly and empty chatter and the opposing arguments of what is falsely called knowledge. Folks, there's all sorts of things that are being pushed off as intellectual, as as knowledge. And, and folks, most of it is is against the Lord God, and therefore it's not worth knowing. Evolution, think about um, you know, the, the, the woke movement right now and, and the ideal of that's being spread. And, and we're going to have to do a show or two on this, maybe many, but this whole ideal of, of, uh, that's, that's being pushed that, 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 um, democracy is bad and, and socialism is good and, 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 and those sorts of things. We should all just get along. I mean, all that stuff's tied together. But, folks, there are some very, very unbiblical teachings mixed up in all of those things. They are, they are worldly. They're empty chatter. And these opposing arguments, they're called knowledge. But what, what Paul tells Timothy is that it's falsely called knowledge. It's falsely called knowledge because it counters the word of God. It contradicts the word of God. First, uh, excuse me, Second Timothy four three. Second Timothy four three says, "For a time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine." And folks, that time's here. If you haven't noticed, people don't want good biblical sound doctrine. He says, he goes on to say rather, but wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance teachers in accordance to their own desires. And folks, that's right. I mean, we have we have churches that openly embrace um, transgenderism, homosexuality. Why? Because itching ears want it. Itching ears want it. It's in accordance to the desires of the people. But folks, the word of God must be our standard. We have to stand on the word of God. And that's getting... Um, I'm telling you, the line is being drawn even more and more clearly today as people continue to delude and to 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 chase after their own desires and water down scriptures and twist the scriptures and and distort the truth and and water down the church and and try to make the the church compatible with islam and 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 even atheism and all these different isms and belief systems folks the more that happens what's really happening is that the true church is becoming more and more pronounced more and more pronounced we're going to see that the true christians are going to be standing and sticking out like sore thumbs. And even here in America, as around much of the world today, the church will endure persecution. But we have to stand. Second Peter 2.1, false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will also be false teachers among you who will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing swift destruction upon themselves. He goes on in chapter 3, verse 4, saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all continues just as from the beginning of creation. 
people are 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 not believing in Jesus. They're not believing in the second coming of Jesus. They're living as if he's never going to come back and that this life is all that there is. But, folks, Jesus is going to return. So we must contend for the faith. We must hold on and proclaim loudly and boldly what the Bible says. Thus saith the Lord. And there are chapters and verses behind that. In fact, I love the way Dr. Steve Lawson says, if it's not followed by a chapter and a verse, don't give me your thus saith the Lord. Folks, the scripture is where it's at. And so we must contend for that faith. We must contend for that faith. Who? All Christians. Why? Because of false teachers, false teachings, and the counterfeit religions that Satan is pushing left and right, day in and day out. Now, the last thing before we sign off today is how must we contend? Simple answer earnestly. He says it right there in verse 3, contend earnestly for the faith that was once and for all handed down. We have to agonize over this. This isn't something we're just going to do, you know, between uh, 9 and 11 a.m. and and maybe uh, once a week from 7 to 8 p.m. No, this is something that we will do day in and day out. This is something that if we're being true to the Lord and true to his word, this is something that every single day we'll see places where we need to get into the ring and contend earnestly, intensely agonizing for the faith. Second Timothy 2 verses 2, 3, and 4 say this. The things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Suffer hardship with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier in active service entangles himself in the affairs of everyday life so that he may please the one who enlisted him as a soldier. Folks, I know this world has many shiny objects. It runs across in front of our line of vision trying to distract us. And I know that there are many days by which or in which many of us are distracted by those things. But they are temporal. They are fleeting. They will not last. They are lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And those things are destined to burn in the lake of fire when Jesus comes. And so, folks, we need to be studious. We need to know the word of God. We need to be prepared to contend earnestly. We need to suffer hardships with Christ as good soldiers of Christ. We need to go into this battle prepared, knowing that every day is a struggle. We need to do so as Titus says, (coughs) excuse me, as Paul says in Titus chapter one, verse nine, we need to do so holding fast the faithful word, which is in accordance with the teaching so that he will be able to both Exhort in sound doctrine and refute those who contradict. And folks, that's where it's at. We have to know the Bible well enough so that we can exhort others in sound doctrine while also refuting those who contradict sound doctrine. Titus chapter 1 verse 9. Write it down, memorize it, go over it and over it and over it. We're to do both things as we contend. Push forth sound doctrine, encourage others in sound doctrine, and push down, push back, push away, refute, destroy false teaching, and refute those who would contradict the Scripture. And so we have to do that like like uh, the apostles did. We see how 
in the public squares they did it. We see that in Acts chapter 18, powerfully refuting Jews in public, demonstrating by the scriptures that Jesus was the Christ. Folks, Jesus still is the Christ, and the Bible tells us, and we need to proclaim it. And that's all the time we have for today. So, my friends, I pray that you've been encouraged. I pray that maybe you've been spurred on a little towards contending. In fact, I pray you've been spurred on a lot to get into the Word of God and then to get out into the public square contending earnestly for the faith. God bless. Thanks for listening to today's broadcast of Contenders Radio with Pastor Kevin Inman. For more information on this or other broadcasts, please log on to our website, contendersradio.com. That's contendersradio.com. You can also find us on the web at kevininman.org. That's kevininman.org. There you will find podcast episodes, blog posts, study helps, and more. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks again for listening, and may God bless you in your pursuit of the truth.